Hop on the two, two, north, two south. Two south, five south, one ten south. Exit what? One oh five east. Oh shit, you're there. Fuck. Damn. Alright, we gotta get you out. What's going on everyone? Uh, you're watching this on Emory TV. You're watching this on Vision Paradox TV. You're probably gonna watch this on Trenton's channel. And watch this everywhere. You might, you might even just be listening to it as a podcast. So, uh, what you're gonna be listening to is just us jam session, just talking about whatever is on our mind. We're out we're right now at a Starbucks right now. So we're safe. Yeah, the things are real. <laughs> the sounds are real, uh, and kind of just showing you guys that you you can create content anywhere. <laughs> Your office can be anywhere. So, uh, yeah, definitely. So, um, I'm at Trenton uh, through Facebook. I think we've been friends for like. A long time. I think this is our actual first time actually meeting each other. And it's yeah, fun. yeah. It's we funny. We have to connect sometime this year. Yeah. Like earlier this year. Like, and it's funny because it's one of those things sure. like you don't you're like back what 1998. Have you seen that meme like don't talk to don't talk to don't strangers. Talk to strangers. <laughs> don't get into cars with strangers. Now it's like you're meeting strangers from the internet and yeah. I think there's a whole. I mean, if anything, it just is an example of like you never know who you're gonna connect with online. Uh, Definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've been seeing Trenton do his hustle like from from afar. Uh, him talking about social media, he's like one of the few people that's like uh, that's still that I know that are loud and in terms of pushing the message of leveraging social media properly. And yeah, I mean, you want to share the people who are who's on my channel who don't know. Appreciate you having me on this channel, man. And um, uh, you know, social media definitely is. It's, an, it's just an incredibly effective way to to grow your business, you know, and um, something that has been ringing in my mind the last couple of weeks, someone's mentioned to me, is like small business, you know, small business today, they they don't work from home anymore. It's kind of like we just, we work from our phones. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it just makes life easier to me and um, something that I love helping businesses with. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm curious. Like, how did you get started with everything? Now we're going to the origin origin story. So. <laughs> origin story, man. I mean, really, just. I mean, I'm. I'm a millennial. You know, I'm. I'm glad to say that. <laughs> I, I, that's what kind of like pisses me off with the whole millennial thing. Like, I'm I proud to be able every, to say every that. Every <laughs> previous generation is hating. Always is always hating on the next generation. Even our generation right now is hating on the kids. The upcoming generation right, because right. they're on the phones too much and when in reality they we're doing we're smarter. doing the same damn thing yeah you know and it's it's fun and then and then we're also complaining about the us complaining about you know the gen we're, we're complaining about the gen xers and the baby boomers boomers but we're also critiquing the the zen the zennials whatever the generation next up in line. yeah yeah so it's <laughs> like like dude they, that's true they, they're hating it, it us it just it shows a difference in the time and that you're just getting old so yeah man being a millennial you know started off in college but really you know when I graduated high school you know I I really knew didn't know what I wanted to do in my life you know these are the days like I graduated high school in 2008 so like you know we were using AIM messenger <laughs> oh, man. we were on sidekicks was, and uh, oh, sidekicks were the shit everything was booming back then man we had boost mobiles I mean we go way back oh, where you at so I, I, I grew up just being fascinated, loving technology. I knew I wanted to work with people when I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. So I ended up getting accepted to college, to university, uh, Cal State Dominguez Hills. That's where I, uh, it's like in South Bay. I oh, I know where there. that is. Yeah, that's like yeah. heading towards Torrance. Yeah, where the Galaxy play? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I went there straight after high school and um, 
you know, I changed my major my first couple of years, and then I changed it to sociology because I thought I was going to be like a social worker or something. I was do something to help people. Yeah. Then I really realized, um, you know, once um, I found out about network marketing. Yeah. I really realized like marketing and uh, you know business is all about promoting and and working with people. So I just fell in love with you know the idea of having my own business or being an trying to be an entrepreneur. And I started working with network marketing company mm. and I started getting out there promoting, you know, having a market. So social media was just always there. And, um, you know, I just started doing internships and it's just, it's always been something I love to do, man. You know, so it's just, um, it's just all passion and something I love doing, helping businesses, nice. the older generation, I guess you could say. The older generation, oh, cause <laughs> that, that's like, because we were just talking like off camera about like his, his demo. Is like the what fifty and up, so that seemed to be yeah, yeah. Yeah, typically, man, my ideal client is like someone who's fifty years or older. They don't really have time to, for social media. They, uh, you know, but they understand the importance. They're a business owner. You know, they're busy with their family or closing deals or with their kids, something like that. Yeah, it's know? it's funny because it's like it social media time. used to just be like something fun. Yeah. Like one of the people, one of the uh, prospects I was talking to, like she was talking about, like, oh, I used to just enjoy doing social media. Now it's like, right, right. Like, you know, I was telling you, like, I work with a lot of entertainers. Now it's like it's a job, and it's like it's just exhausting to the point they don't want to do it. Yeah. Because, because you know. And they don't get it. They don't see the point. Like, why would I do social media? They don't understand the point of doing a video or creating content like this. Yeah. That people are gonna see. They don't get it. They don't understand the importance of creating content like this or um you know the engagements they don't understand the the, the like what's the point of being on social media you know yeah i mean i think i guess to expand on that I, some of the people i've worked with are always focused on the transaction they think yeah. that's a, it's they think it's like another uh another flyer for you to post up or a billboard to post up but when it's reality it's like for you to opportunity to build relationships with the person on the other side, especially like for me, I, I, I teach uh, teaching dance online. A lot of people, uh, I've gotten messages from people from Ireland, and it's, I've never thought it would. Like for me, I don't plan on ever going to Ireland to go teach dance. But me using right. social media, I've been I've, my message, my tutorials, um, my tutorials have been able to reach some places I never thought it would go. Yeah. And, if, if you're a business owner watching this, there's so much leverage that you can uh, use with social because it allows you to actually build relationship. Like the just like for me, my favorite story is when uh, of this personally when I when Phil Jackson's Eleven Rings book came out, I posted that I got it. Then I only got a like from Phil on Instagram, and then I lost my shit. Like wow. that because I'm like holy crap, like he notice that and then that it would be the same he thing for you. you yeah like same thing with any small businesses like if for it's an opportunity for you to acknowledge to again build that relationship just like how you know in small towns you know um people know who the butcher is they have a relationship and they build that trust that's the same thing it, it, it's social media has allowed us to have a small time feel at scale what do you call it so how did you when did you start going off on your own? Like, cause you, you worked, you, 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 we did internships, you worked with people first, and then when was it, when did you take the leap to be like, I'm gonna do this shit on my own? Um, man, I had probably did like, so what happened was I'd worked network marketing for about a year. Then after that, 
because I was in college. I just wanted to make money on the side. I still didn't really know what I was doing as an entrepreneur. I was just trying to figure it out. And Legal Shield was the name of the company that I was in. Oh, yeah, I know that. Um, you're the Legal Shield? Yeah, we're... Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, man. So I actually joined with Legal Shield about six years ago. Yeah. And used their membership. Just trying to make money while I was in class. Um, and it was providing me income, you know, you know, um, disposable income while I was in college, things like that. But what happened was I started really absorbing the leadership and the mentorship in the company. Mm-hmm. I really started learning how to become an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And then I really started getting fascinated with everything I was learning. I was learning about Jim Rohn and Les Brown. And, uh, you know, Napoleon Hill started really taking in personal development. And so after that, you know, my business probably lasted with legal show. It probably built really big first year and it fell apart mm-hmm. just our organization the upline my sponsor quit you know things changed oh wow and i went full-time into social media so i did about i did an internship with forever 21 nice i did an internship with tavis smiley um he's like a well-known political um, civil rights public figure yeah and i also did um some other internships around campus and things like that at my school and so after that you know um, i was getting closer to graduation I went to go work with Xerox for a year, and I did B2B sales. Nice. Got a lot of experience there. So just, got... I got tons of experience just selling the businesses, and I was really selling technology. So I got to t- talk to decision makers about, like, their infrastructure yeah. as far as the, the entire company's infrastructure yeah. and how technology played a part. And so I was really having conversations with directors of ITs and CEOs and, nice. and all this stuff. Close the deals. I was about to make hundred grand, you know, my first year. Um, but what happened was, you know, I realized this wasn't really my passion. Yeah. The money was great, but it wasn't really my passion. And I got, I got to really listening and paying attention to what the business owners were saying, the decision makers. They all struggled with funds and revenue because they had no marketing. And, um, you know, so that stuck in the back of my mind. Interesting. So I left there and then I went to go, I left Xerox and I went to go work with a digital marketing company by the name of Rev Local. Okay. And they're the... They're like the, at that time, they were the 12th largest digital marketing company in the, in the U.S. And uh, they're, they're located in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, nice. Their niche is local search. Like, that's what they, they're really that's good, good. So it's like SEO. It was an SEO company. SEO company. Got it. They had a social media department, but I just got to see exactly how they ran things. I got to see how they do things. Mm. And that, on top of the experience that I already built up, working at Xerox and network marketing, top of the education what I was learning in my degree because by then I had picked up two minors yeah in marketing and communications nice. and toward the end of my degree I had about six units left no, I had about 14 units left yeah I actually opened my agency and, and just quit school and just went full-time into my agency nice yeah man so make a long story short but it took a lot of you know I'm thankful for my road and journey because yeah. I got to see like, God works in mysterious ways, man. And, you know, I got to see, like, different experiences and how it correlates and how businesses really struggle. Maybe more passionate. Like, yeah, because you, on on the one hand, because it gives you more real-world experience. And what, I think, like, you, what you did, internships, were these paid or unpaid? Some of them were paid, some of them weren't. I was looking for the paid ones, obviously, but... Yeah. I got... I, I, uh, the only one that was paid was, I think, Forever 21. The one I did for Tavis Smiley was not paid. Yeah. I, 
and then the campus jobs, the campus internships weren't paid. I think that's one of the things that that I think you know fascinate me is the importance of having the experience. Oh man! Like, cause I'm building that experience. Cause when I was I was at a meetup, like uh, I don't I know like having this meetup like last year, and then I don't normally do meetups, but I was like this guy inspired me a lot. So and and I also me. Like it's an opportunity to network, so <laughs> that's one of the main reasons I went so I can network with people. Yeah. Uh, and then I met a lot of people who just started their agencies, but they're like barely trying to figure it out because they had no real experience working for businesses. Oh or, yeah. And so it's like it's different doing Absolutely. it for yourself versus doing it for a client when there's money on the line. And I think yeah. that's one of the things that you got the benefit of, like the before starting your agency, is that you got some real. I got some Fucking, real good yeah, corporate experience. Yeah, real experience prior to jumping ship. And yeah, because I was scared, man. I was without that experience, I probably would have never went on my own because I was I didn't know what to do. I was afraid of trying to do things on my own. I was always looking for a cushion and looking for a base. Mm. But when I realized, okay, this is an opportunity to learn, that's when it started clicking for me. And I knew, okay, I'm only gonna be here for a certain time. Yeah, I'm gonna put in a year here, do a year here, two years here, and then. Get a, yeah, because you never know what the, the what the takeaway is working with someone. Because working with with firms in general, like it, they have an amount of experience that's you just don't have it. Like I have some interns. Like my favorite thing, hearing from my interns, is they never taught us this in college. Right, right. <laughs> and, uh, and every time I've I've interviewed people, <laughs> looking, like, and then like I, I honestly hate the idea of doing interns, but like. They were, they were like saying like I really need the experience yeah. and I'm like okay I'll give you like a couple months a few months because like because I've, I've seen like how people take advantage of interns of just free, as, as just free work and like for me I, lo I love the pure definition of, it, of intern like they work they work a, a certain thing not replacing a full-time person but they're getting the experience they need and I love and that's yeah, the, that's, that's the, the definition I really I, I really love so like I'm like every week we're doing meetings to making sure they're getting the relevant experience and my favorite thing I was because I was just teaching them about like basic ass copywriting and then advertising and then like damn I've never learned this in college like yeah. I, like and they're like so overwhelmed and I'm like dude this is I'm just trying to teach you shit that you might have to do that uh, you might need to know right? yeah because like the, a lot of the times they say like they the like, the past few people I've, I've heard is like they always put together a strategy for a company but I always ask, like, what was the return? Like, we never executed it. They right. just, the company just really liked it. I'm like, so you guys just planned out a theory, an idea, and you never found out if it really worked or not. Right. So that, that was a common thing. I was like, all right, we're gonna, like, so one of the things I like doing is, um, I, I, one of the things I've honest, well, we've started doing with my company is like, we have, uh, we take on, we reach out to some accounts that I really want to work with, but they, but they're, they don't, they're not at the financial standing. So what I offer them is like, all right, cool. We'll do your social media for a month. Yeah. My intern will do it for you. Right, right. <laughs> and then it, that way, client is getting social media for them. I'm not doing, we're not, I'm not like, none of the real heads are getting the actual, having to do any advertising or anything like that. But the intern's getting the experience they need and they get to create the strategy and they get to get the real world experience. And then, and then in the, in the, Along the way, I give my interns, you know, feedback to make sure that the strategy is tighter. Awesome. So and then, 
and, and it's a win-win-win situation because I get to work with the account even though they, they can't, they, even though I'm leaving money at the table. Right. But it's because I really want to work with them. Right, right, right. So, and then intern needs experience. Cool, do that. Client need the that account needs oh, yeah. some growth. I don't know for sure we can do that. So you want to so, help them. So, yeah, and then not only that, it's like it's, 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 then it further proves our approach because now we have more further proof of concept we have more testimonials and then you know the you know we the trade-off was money but but the, the long-term goal is the results and the relationship yeah and then I think that's one thing that a lot of people are afraid to do is like leave money on the table for to build something good yeah build a relationship it's the key, building relationships. Yeah. Before this, we were talking about like Facebook groups. I think you were really bullish on Facebook, right? Like so. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, so, all right, because there's a whole shit ton of like Facebook, uh, or a lot of social medias, social medias, social media platforms. So I think the main thing is like, like it sounds like. Yep. Oh, your main one is Facebook. I so, use them all. I'm on them yeah. all, but you know. Your, your favorite. I guess you could say my favorite, yeah. Facebook's probably my favorite. So now this is what intrigues me because what's so culturally relevant right now is Instagram. So what do you have to say people, like people who are leaving Facebook to go to Instagram more? Like people are like, because people are like trying to go on Instagram more and just completely abandoning Facebook. So what do you have to say to that? Yeah, it's all great. I mean, you know, it's just like this webinar I was just on was just talking about, um, you just want to basically know your customers and know where they're at. Mm. That's where I spend most of my time at, you know. It's just trying to find out where my customers are at. As more of my customers start using Instagram, I'm going to be on Instagram. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. but more of my customers are on Facebook. It makes sense because your demo makes sense, makes sense with that. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, me personally, I'm on all of them. I use Instagram. I use LinkedIn. I use Facebook. I use Twitter. Um... Yeah, man, I have a Telegram. I'm on WhatsApp now. What's Telegram? Um, Telegram is basically a mobile sharing app. I mean, uh, it's a mobile app where you can share media files. Ah. Um, so you can have chats and share photos and, you know, huh. videos and all type of stuff. Um, it's pretty cool. It's similar to, like, WhatsApp. Okay. Um, but, yeah, man, I'm, I'm using them all. But my main ones are Facebook is number one. LinkedIn would be number two. Instagram, number three. And then Twitter. It used to be tw Instagram surpassed Twitter to me. Like Twitter used to be way popular, but Instagram is kind of like moving Twitter out the way. Yeah. But then again, that goes back to Facebook because Facebook is everything, literally. Their WhatsApp, their Instagram, and so they're just dominating. Their that's why. I, that's why it's my favorite because Mark Zuckerberg, he's the smartest CEO out of all of them to me, personally. Yeah. This is my personal yeah, because, opinion. I mean, and not, not a lot of people know, but he also he also bought Oculus, which is a VR platform. Yeah. And, he, and he's keeping an eye out for obviously, I th obviously the next step, the next biggest step. There's no nobody's as in innovative as him. So, yeah, I think I think he's an innovator. Like he, okay, so Snapchat's popular. They're doing stories. Uh, Facebook is doing stories. And Instagram is yeah, that, that's what that's what's made it hard or scary to start <laughs> making your own social media platforms because if it's a good if it's a good uh, feature, what's to stop the bigger companies from jocking it and destroying you? I mean, look at what happened to Vine. Instagram introduced what 15 second videos, 
destroyed it. Now they now Instagram now Instagram inst introduced stories. Now they're they slowed the growth down of Instagram of YouTube. Oh yeah, even of and Snapchat. YouTube. Yeah. Well, yeah, Snapchat. And then now the Facebook Watch and uh, Instagram TV. Like I, they, I don't know if they a lot slowed of, the growth the, down to Snapchat then, for sure. Then, Snapchat was growing at a rapid pace. Yeah, and then uh, I, I, I think recently <laughs> they're on some other. They, I could be Facebook wrong. is like. I could be wrong on this report, but they they didn't make their estimated earnings in the recent the quarterly report. But I could be wrong. So anyone who's, who's really into that, let me know. But um, now they're going. Obviously, they're going after YouTube because they're good. They're going for. They're pushing original content. Lewis Howes with Inspired Life. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have to just like talk over. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith with The Red Table. Wow. And then, and then I don't know if a lot of people are aware of it, but if you have enough likes on Facebook, you can monetize your content. You can get paid to make video for Facebook. Just like how you can be a, a YouTube creator, you can be a Facebook creator earning uh, money from the AdSense or the ad revenue. So, and that's essentially what in they're trying to do with Instagram TV as well. Like, and they're trying to push for unique creators because they're trying to com they're trying to keep people on the platform longer and then obviously compete with YouTube because... I mean, and Messenger. Facebook oh, and Messenger, yeah, Messenger is yeah. amazing, bro. It's probably the best. Yeah, it's the best. It's 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 the best thing as far as communicating with your clients or leads. Facebook is just a big funnel to me. You know, like we were talking about before the recording. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I get a bunch of I put out a bunch of content on my personal page. Yeah. Right. Like my personal page, it, it's the beginning of the funnel. Yeah. If you're gonna find me on Facebook nine times out of ten. The reason. It's because of my personal page. Mm. I treat it like it's a business page. Yeah. If you send me a friend request, I'm gonna message you on Messenger first to get to know you before I add you to my friends list. Yeah. I'm not just gonna add anyone to my friends list because when I add you to my friends list, I want to get engagement from you. I want to get reactions out of you and interaction. Yeah. Huh. You know, I don't want to just add a bunch of random people. Yeah. And that will actually Facebook is actually tracking and monitoring your behaviors and engagements. So if they know if you engage with someone, and that actually hurts, you know, your specific algorithm on Facebook. People don't really know that, but it, it actually does, you know. Um, so you just want to make sure you're connecting with real and engaged people. And then so we're on Messenger. After we chat and have a conversation on Messenger, then I go back out at them, you know, and, and boom, we'll get on the phone. We'll have a conversation. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think uh, the, my thoughts on Messenger is, like, it's, like, like how email marketing was back in the 90s and mm. if, you, if you if you message someone it's a pretty high likelihood of that someone's going to respond yeah and i think and that's how i feel like because again it goes back to the like having an actual engagement with the person on the other side people forget that you know it's a human on the other side of the screen and i think exactly um, that's why messenger these um these messenger platforms again super popular because obviously it's it, it goes back to the ease of communication. I think one of my favorite personal experiences using Facebook uh, Messenger was when I had a complaint with Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Never gonna fly with them again. But I, I, I sent them a complaint. They handled it within half an hour, refunded me some of the shit I complained about, and then boom. Wow. And that's an opportunity. And then that's a quick example right there of how a business can handle 
like hand, like handle customer service using social media. They can use it to build connection. Oh wait, there's a. I was like, where's their tow truck? Hold on, let's let's give that some time. You're gonna have some good fun editing this. <laughs> no, but um, phones too. You use Facebook phone? Phone, Facebook phone? Yeah. No, like oh, actually, like calling the calling yeah. people? Yeah. Oh hell yeah, I use it all the time. Like, that's all how, the time. That's how we call my girlfriend. I don't yeah. even remember her phone number anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's how me. Yeah, that's it's like, like yeah, because it just made it so easy. That's how me and my son's mom talk straight through messenger. But it's cool though, because it it, it it really captures everything unique about the one-on-one -on -one experience. All the photos you guys exchange, all your files, yeah, all your you know back and forth messages. So that's all data, and that's why I teach a lot of businesses how to use that and leverage it, you know, and how to track it, you know, because that's the key too is tracking how engaged you are with your. How do you track the engagement with your audience? Um, we basically have a tool that we designed to be able to track the amount of social interaction that you build up or aggregate through your content. Is this the one that you shared with me the other day? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it basically, you know, I'll even pull it up here. Just so you can Is see. It, are you, like, putting it out there or are we keeping it hush-hush? Um, no, we're putting it out there. Okay, cool. For sure, but I'm going to just show you while we're on the podcast that the audience will see your ooze and all. <laughs> <laughs> this is like legit because he, he sent me an invite to it like a couple days ago. Uh, I haven't, I was barely, uh, what do you call it, setting up my profile, but then one of my mics uh, when I, while I was testing it uh, kind of crapped out, so I was trying to find a, an alternate mic source. So. Yeah, man. So, I mean, this wait, system oh, is... Wait, these are scheduled, like, messages, like, actual, like... Yeah. Mess like, you send messages? Yeah, so what I do is, what we do is, cause our system basically makes the whole process easy to be able to track and measure. Mm -hmm. And so it's designed to take your content to date, right, and then deliver the total amount of social interaction from your followers. Okay. So over the past year to date... Wait, from this is from all the platforms... Yeah, from all my platforms, year to date, a year ago from today is date. All of my followers have engaged with me over 40,000 times. Damn. So I use this data to support my interactions and my activity on social media, and that's really what you have to do is to have success. So I can see what messages drive. Oh, damn! I like that. It, it straight up, it just says most the most successful content. Yeah. I love that. I love how it just that's upfront like that. Yeah, it tells you exactly what's successful. So now I know what to talk about. I can use, um, you know, this information to continue to apply my social media strategy or my messages. Yeah. You know, it's all about messaging. You know, you want to, once you know what your brand is and what people see you as, then it's all about how you message mm -hmm. con constantly on social media. Yeah, I mean, I think that's one thing that a lot of, like, the com common conversation I've had, like, meeting with... Uh, meeting with my clients is, or like any anyone I just do like a random meeting with like they always yeah. have a hard time like what do I post I'm not sure what to post and then that right there I think it, it's both like you know the quality of and quantitative data it's like knowing right. the exact you know knowing what your end user 
just looking forward knowing like you know the brand persona and then at the same time your customer uh, persona and yeah and then <laughs> you got distracted <laughs> no because because i thought they thought they're they was recording that way <laughs> and then they stopped oh so they, 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 she thought it was just a random thing the, the random person thought i was filming that way and they stopped and like looked for a second i was like oh no we're not filming you <laughs> right it's about us it's, it's about us right now but yeah man uh but then also like use and then using the data like the, the quantitative like you're seeing the numbers um and kind of working around that um yep. and because with the data you see what works because eggs bro because like, like exactly like and this is for me like one of my favorite like things to share is like with people is like if you're not sure what you want like pick a couple things you want to be known for like oh you know trends known for that or yeah so all for one sports because you were talking about social media and the importance of using all for one sports is my client and we took them so before they came to us they're posting like three maybe five times a month like literally, I can show you this. They're posting maybe about five times a month. It's probably the worst. <laughs> the worst. Well, that's how I, I, that was kind of cringy just hearing that. But yeah. We took them from five times a month to five times a day. Nice. We increased the reach on their business page and the engagement on that business page 900% in the first 30 days. Damn. In the first 30 days. And we're doing this all organically. And so... And that's why I tell clients like <laughs> organically. That's it's good. all organic. That's really good. So this is all organic. This is all organic. Went from five posts a month to five a day, and I'm getting ready to pull up the insights and show you his engagement and reach on his business page is up 500. percent He wants to run ads. I'm like, listen, dude, you don't need to run ads right now. You need to figure out what your customers want to see, and you need to figure out what your messages are. Like oh, yeah. what you're messaging yeah because it's just gonna if you have no idea what your customers want to see or what they're gonna engage with yeah it's kind of a waste on ad spend that's why I like knowing who you're selling to is super important and even and that and when you're ready to, it's over a thousand percent now look at that yeah that's huge October 4th through now five times a day that's respect dude look at his ad he's running an ad and we were we're keeping up with him organically you know, that's pretty ad. good. There's normally a huge drop off, a huge difference between between the his two. His promotion dropped off, and we're still bringing in reach organic. That's crazy. So, so we're outperforming his ads. And that's why I told him, look, look. Oh, it's a boosted post. Look, he spent seventy bucks. He's only reached six hundred people. So he, did he do this? He did. Yeah, he's doing these boosts. Oh no, don't boost it. That's why I'm gonna tell him. I'm selling. Listen, man. No, you got to do that. If you're okay. If That's why these are these are the ads that I'm running. Look at the difference in the ads that I'm running for a dollar a day. Look, 94 cents, 138 people reached. Look how much money he spent. He only. <laughs> we're already outperforming. That's what I'm saying. So I say all this to say, you can see we're doing multiple posts in a day, right? Yeah. So this is like the whole month a snapshot. Like you can see all this content. This is yeah. all organic. Yeah. Just constant. You know, we're getting constant organic traffic yeah for the month of october i'm gonna show you where it ends or where it alters watch this it's a lot of posts so this is an ad so look at that organic oh that's pretty good because like, it's almost half yeah most of the time when you, when you when you do because we because we the process that we initiated for him is helping his ad in this case because 
people are getting used to seeing him. Like yeah. most people don't, most business owners don't realize you really want to use ads when you have a strong organic base. That's put, it's going to put you over the top. Like when a bunch of people locally know about you, yeah. then when you run your ad, that's going to help you expand out and reach more people. Yeah. It's the same concept I mean, on Facebook. The one, one, one way I, that would even support his growth, because like, like, I'm, I'm all for getting organic traffic. What are you, Before what, October, like, what it's I, back in, look at the difference yeah, of that, 920. And then it jumps back to August that quickly. Now we're in July. Like what I like <laughs> June, May. He hasn't even we're in March already. Yeah. To, no content. To make a cross hybrid between advertising and the organic reach. Like one of the things we do like is within that whole week review the highest performing post and then pr put an ad on that. Because the one that's highestly or highest organic exactly. shows and and then the one that's highest organic that's where that's where we would run the ad with a call to action. That's what we're doing copy. too. That's what we're doing too. So this system is basically helping us track what's most organic. Yeah. On our channel, so we can see all the engagement build up. I need to post some content too. So this is a really how I track, you know, my social media. We also have YouTube and Google built in. I just showed a business owner this, a home base. So business. is it, so is this like Buffer, right? It's like Hootsuite on steroids because it's a personalized version. And it's, it's consulting and training. So, you know, we're making it simpler for you by teaching you the social media process in a link. It's like having a social media education in a link. Nice. Where you basically sign in, and then we're also enabling you to execute by giving you these free tools. Yeah. I mean, these cool tools. Yeah. Like message research. I'm pulling up articles just from typing in a keyword or key phrase, and I'm able to choose the ones that I like, and I can schedule them to go out on my social medias or my groups, you know, or whatnot. Oh shit! So this is like buffer, like where you get like a whole bunch of relevant content that you can share. But yeah, but it's a like, personalized. Yeah. Version. I give this to my clients so I can help them track their progress. That that's that's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's like a legit. Like, this, yeah. There's no bias. I've never used the software. He, yeah, I, I, I'm not gonna tell my clients just what I think. I'm gonna yeah. say, hey, here's what the data is showing you. I'm a yeah. real, I'm a real consultant. I'm like a doctor. You yeah. Know? I, at least I try to be. I don't want to toot my own horn, but. <laughs> Like I, I, this is dope. Like, that's like, my concept. Yeah. And so I'm like, sometimes my clients struggle with, well, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to post. Mm. Well, mm -hmm. you know, go to message lot. research. Research, you know, sharing articles. Sharing articles actually help you go viral. <coughs> yeah, sure. Because, you just yeah. share, just write on something that's already pretty popular. I mean, you see it all t all the time on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Damn, sure. Really quiet. <laughs> like I changed, I adjusted my volume quick. Um, you see, like people, like people sharing the same video probably from last year, but it's a different page. Exactly. So it's like, so you don't necessarily, if you don't know what to share, like the way, this is the way I think about it. Like if you yeah. don't know how to create your own content, it's essentially like you being your own musician. If you don't know how to create your own music, you, you have be, to be your you own can, television channel. You, you can be a DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Find the best content out there and sh that's relevant in your space and share it. You, it so it saves you the hassle of having to create content uh, all you have to do is maybe hire an intern or if you have an hour to yourself find some really viral videos within the space share that because then you then you start putting yourself in the in that same space and you're, you're essentially just leveraging the attention around it but the attention is now on you as well yeah so. and that's the cool thing about it you use the content, like that's what the webinar is about, using content to turn your audience into your brand ambassadors. Yeah. When you post what people like, and you know people like it because you're tracking it, 
it's gonna influence it's gonna influence people the yeah. people who actually see it and watch it yeah the, knowing who you're aiming to reach or the per, like who your audience is is really super important because that dictates the action I mean like, obviously like you wanna don't wanna be to the point where you're like oh you're overly you're overthinking it like oh they my audience isn't gonna like that like there's got there's gotta you gotta pull from both sides like I care about my audiences I don't give a fuck what my audience thinks because <laughs> uh, there's a rule that we do with my company is like 70 30 10 rule 70 30 rule not you change it to that 70% yeah. of it has to be what works 30% of it has to be something completely different that has like we've had, you haven't we tried it yeah and then, because then it gives you an opportunity, because uh, then it relieves creative tension. Because That's when, awesome, when you're re when you're relying when you're using data and everything so much, it kind of it can hinder people who are creative because they have to pander to sort of to these metrics. Uh, but mm. if you that's true. Because then you're like, oh, like our audience only likes it when you use this font. Our audience only likes it when you share this type of video. So, so then, and it just makes sense to keep pounding what's working but eventually it does get overplayed out uh, that's why having variety is important have, so that way you have your creatives or if you're creative like you have something different uh, lined up so it, it's a little it's a bit yeah. about a bit about a balance of both so that's why I was just scheduling some content so you can see so now when I log in I can see what days and what times I have content Dude, I need this for my like so I spend like 30 minutes a week mapping out my content so I can just track it and then when I'm on social, I'm on my messengers most of the day because this this content, that's what I'm saying, it's a funnel because this is the content that drives everyone to my messenger mm. for me to convert them. So I have a system for delivering and automating the content and tracking it for me to drive more people to my messenger and that's where the conversion happens. Mm. You know, The more I'm interacting with my followers and I'm sharing content that they like, the more trust and and, and, and and equity is being created by the time we interact offline there's a lot of trust established so it's a you know it's it's a, it's it a faster way to do business man it's yeah, crazy it goes back it's crazy. to that yeah the way you just talked about it in terms of building trust i think so many people are so caught up trying to sell on social media it, pu it pushes people away from building the trust which defeats the purpose of social which is obviously you want to be able to be able to get sales faster but if you're willing to take the human approach and give value approach and actually be a human using social media and forget the short-term goal then the short-term goal of obviously a transaction uh, becomes uh, a byproduct of you playing the long game absolutely bro yeah man I mean it's 39 bucks a month to use our platform and the cool thing about this is what we're introducing to the market now is the fact that if you're a social media marketer out there or you ever wanted to own your own social media agency you can do that with this tool just from having this tool alone you can go out there if you have clients or social media clients that you're managing content for because our system it's a content management system our system is all about taking your social content managing it better and then measuring it better you can add up to a hundred different channels here so say you're managing five or ten different accounts. You can add them all here, run the reports, give all that, give all our data and information to your clients. Yeah. You don't have to tell them what you're using. You know, you just use our they platform just... in-house. And so, you know, you as the marketer, as the consultant, you're just giving them a for sure way to track your work. Yeah. So our platform is really to the consumer and to the to the business owner. 
um, at the same time. That's a social media marketer. Yeah. So you can do every, all of your, the entire basic functions of social media management are here. Let me show you streams. So even when you want to, you know, manage the different timelines, you don't yeah. have to worry about shifting through each website. And the streams have all of the timelines. Um, That's cool. Aggregated in right in front of you. Wow. Yeah. So like, has so one thing I'm curious about. How's the whole new the data the data protection uh, act? Has that affected this in any way? No. This is uh, just a, so we don't have any data like that. Any uh, private data. This is all permissions from the actual network. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because yeah. when I went on Hootsuite the other day, oh, not the other day, but um, I used I used to use use Hootsuite for certain. Uh, engagements like for me like whenever I engaged with certain people on Instagram I would create a certain stream for people I've engaged with Instagram so I can constantly talk to them but now because of the whole new data protection act it doesn't let you see who you're who you're following or who, who you're liking so that so th those are certain aspects this just tracks the social click the social interaction ah how many times someone actually touches your content yeah for you to know you know if I get if someone if I'm getting a bunch of interactions on my on my posts, then that's what I want. <coughs> because the social it's a social click. People don't really go to websites anymore and just click around, you know, make clicks and purchase anymore. The clicks are social. The clicks come from the people that are connected with you on social media. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like the people who click are humans. Yeah. So that that it's a social click. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they're not before they actually click and purchase. Yeah. It's better for you to have a relationship with them on social media. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes it easier for them to go to your website. And almost purchase. like, almost like you know, <laughs> you meet a girl, you take her out, then you bring her home. Yeah. <laughs> you have to expect that then, now as a business owner, people don't just go to your website and buy. Yeah, they, you got to build relationships. You have to build relationships and build. You have to individually market in order to build that audience. Yeah. And then when you start really building those relationships on social media, then people start going to your website and clicking because they, they trust you. Yeah. So our system really helps and enables you to see how much your followers engage with you and trust you, basically. Yeah. I got 40,000 engagements from like a thousand people. That's true. So, I mean, I'm engaging with the same people, same a thousand people over and over constantly with, yeah. with, with content. Builds, I mean, it all comes back down to the relationship. Yeah. yeah, man. So that's what I'm saying. You know, this is um, this is all I do full time, which is just building relationships with people. And my funnel on Facebook is extremely full, and it is extremely full on LinkedIn too. But Facebook, because the relationship factor is more important, even in the small that just shows that even in the small business world, relationship matters. Because uh, yeah. on Facebook, I close business faster. Sometimes people pay me. And we haven't even met in person. We only had a few interactions on Facebook, <laughs> but it were the right interactions. Yeah. On LinkedIn, you don't. People don't pay you like that. You have to go through meetings. You have to go through a process. On Facebook, people will pay you if they trust you well enough, and you don't even want to meet you. They don't even want to. I have a lot of clients that don't want to meet me. They just I'm begging them, like, dude, like you paid me, like I want to. <laughs> let's get together. They're like, I don't have time. Just, just get, just get it done. How's it? Yeah. How's the social media doing? <laughs> Yeah, all right, that's all they all care right, about. Cool. <laughs> yeah. That's like that's how it is for like uh, several of my clients. For me, like I, like, a lot of my clients are local, so they like having at least one face-to-face -face meeting a month. Then there's some clients like that still too. I mean, I don't mind that because then.
for me, because for me, it gives me an opportunity to, this is, I'm weird because like mm -hmm. uh, when I'm working with my clients or when I have an actual like face-to-face -face meeting with them, I do my best to actually film it because then, because then I send it to my social media managers to, to watch the videos so they can further learn about the, the about the client yeah. it, it, because it's not just filling out a survey and we understand their brand but we all but when I actually have a conversation with them they have a better they it's it's not just what's written it's the psychology that and the certain things that people don't see obviously I ask their permission like, I'm not like sneaking a camera <laughs> like, right it's like this but the difference is like my social media managers have video data points to understand why client thinks a certain way and there's just a lot of things that you have to you have to have those data points because because uh, when especially when you know when managing other people's social media platforms it's like you're not just this is like we were talking earlier like we I work with a lot of entertainers personal brands so when the product is the person it's it's different from a small business or someone who's product based it's because you're representing a person's beliefs and values, so um, that that kind of supports the evidence on our platform because we really analyze the entire audience, the macro approach, and then we scale it in micro and balance it with a micro approach. And I'm gonna show you right here. So we have advanced statistics, and then we have overview statistics. Yeah. The overview statistics tell you the the macro. The micro comes in the advanced for you to really analyze exactly on this page specific yeah. page this is our this is my entities page yeah the last 30 days i can see the exact number of followers for this page we started the month with 3246 i'm at 3319 so i'm seeing growth there based off text only post uh -huh. now zero image post so i want to start bringing more images to the table then i can filter my statistics based on these engagements clicks website clicks shares likes or comments mm -hmm. so these are the social clicks that we're talking about these are activity these are human interactions yeah but in order to generate these human interactions you have to have good content yeah and that's this this is what our system is tracking how many times someone clicks shares likes or comments based on which content is most successful so now you're more educated you don't have to guess so my audience is way different than your audience. Oh yeah, my audience loves video, like straight up. Like when I reviewed my, like just reviewed some of my insights, like video over everything else. Your so, audience loves video. Yeah, because I do. Because for my personal brand, I do dance and inspiration, and it's very, uh, very different from what I do with my company. So Absolutely. people, people love it when I share videos, and then that's where I get the most engagement. So obviously, you see what's Same working. Here. Articles yeah, and Facebook live videos. I share a bunch of information and articles from third party to support what I think and believe. Yeah. And then I just go live on See, it. See, then there, there we go. Like the whole like curating what like other people, aggregating other people's content that further supports what you're about. Because Absolutely. It, so, because I, again, uh, for those of you guys who are, are hesitant about or don't know what to share or don't know what to say, there's, other, there's already other successful pieces of content out there. You just got to be the DJ. You got to be the DJ. And I also have, I also use a public figure page. So if you type my name in on Facebook, so that's my funnel on my personal page. I'm sending all of that to my entities page. Yeah. And I'm also sending it to my CEO page on Facebook. 
which is my public figure fan page. Yeah. So that I can have the chat messenger bot interact with all my personal friends. Then I have my most authoritative photo here, which is now Kevin Harrington. He's one of the Shark Tank guys. Yeah. Shit. So you always want on your fan page, you want to have your most authoritative photo. People see this, oh shit, he has a I'm in Kevin Harrington's suite. And this is this actually got me a deal with one of his companies this yeah. night. Oh yeah. <laughs> God damn it, LA. <laughs> It was Wait, quiet. No. <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, you want to have your most authoritative photo in your background photo on your CEO page on Facebook, which is your public figure page or your fan page. Yeah. So I have a photo here with Kevin Harrington. This actually led to relationship that led to me actually, um, you know, having his, one, of his, one of his companies as a client. And this is a huge deal for my company just to be even associated in a space with Kevin Harrington. Yeah. This is a huge astronomical opportunity. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, just having that displayed there, then all your personal friends come here. I'm going to send out more invites, but now I'm going to have the, the, I'm going to have tailored chat messenger bot to communicate with these followers while I'm running email campaigns too. Cause I have, I'm, my goal with all these people is to get their emails and phone numbers. Yeah. It goes back down to like, doesn't matter how many likes or followers matter. you have. If it's because that that shit doesn't pay the it, bills, it does matter for social proof when it matters. Yeah, like, when it's real. Like, like it matters if you're trying to be an influencer. It matters if you're trying if that's what you're going if for. If those people are trying to get on the phone with you and meet in person, it matters. Mm. If they're not, then yeah, you're just it's yeah. just there for social. Yeah, fake social proof really because that's yeah. not even real social proof. Yeah. But if you have 500 people calling your phone, booking appointments with you. In your messenger, trying to figure out how your day's going. Yeah. How you think your business is gonna be going? That's good. And it's like it's not gonna matter how many likes you got if your if your if your inbox is full. So. Just off 500 people, because yeah. the average human can only handle. We're talking about small brands, small yeah. business brands. I mean that the that, average that, business. That, that's a lot of that's a handful already. Like I'm. I might. Facebook caps you out at 5,000. So just that's what I try. I try to slow business owners thinking down. Like think the the concept on Facebook is very easy, man. It's easy, but we, 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 it's just the human nature to just overcomplicate it. I, that, yeah, there's that, because, and then we all immediately think that, like, it's an, it's an, a quick sale tool when, it, when it's, like, a tool for... It's not that anymore. You got to get away from that. If you want that, Google PPC is there. Mm. If you want that quick, immediate sale, I wouldn't even use Facebook ads for that. I would a little bit, but I'd mostly use Google PPC. Oh, well, the search based? Yeah. Like, uh, no, I just run ads on Google. Yeah. I, I'm I'm bullish on Facebook ads. Very, very contextual Facebook ads. So like I run Facebook ads to bring me more relationships. Ah, uh, I because I, I a lot of the personal the brands I work with, they need ticket sales. They need so, ticket sales. Those uh, ticket sales stuff like that is good to run ads. For sure, but certain industries in the small business space, it's yeah, like yeah. if you get blind clients or clients that you don't have the relationship with, Word. then they yeah. leave you a bad review. Yeah. So you didn't get to know them. So like, fuck this guy. He just took my money into in their world. Whenever yeah. you do a client wrong, you know, if you don't have the relationship, yeah. you took their money, you scammed yeah. them. You scammed them. Yeah. So it, 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 then it goes back to like, <laughs> if they don't know you or you know what I'm saying, like yeah. that's real. Like that's the importance of it. Like I tell my clients, like I'm not trying to, don't even associate that because. My brand equity is more important. Like, if you leave me a shitty review, that shit's gonna hurt me. So I do whatever it takes not to get that kind of review. Yeah. 
Yeah, you go, yeah when, when your reputation's on the line. Because my online yeah. presence generates me money. You know, I make money just from being online. Then that goes back to having a personal brand. <laughs> I'm but not rich yet, yeah, or but, you but, know, but but the fact that you have a personal brand gives so much leverage because like I make I said, a full time like, income like, just from that. You know, like because yeah, exactly. Like because because like, I yeah we we I while I also do have a uh, company that does social media, I also have my own personal brand of teaching dance and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's like there's a there's a leverage that having a personal brand has instead of just being you know stuck to an entity there's a personal brand and then there's the business which is an entity very different from how uh how personal brand works but it gives it gives a lot of flexibility because i don't know I, I think everyone can be a personal brand especially if you have everyone a perspective yeah everyone has an opinion every business owner should be yeah. it's not even can be they should be like you have to be for your business to do well like what's facebook without mark zuckerberg's mark zuckerberg's personal brand his whole how he created it, you know, over you know girls and being in college, every, that whole story brought us to Facebook. That's probably why MySpace kind of failed. There was no story to it. Well, I think MySpace. Kind of like, why are we on I, here? I after think a while? I, MySpace fa failed because they sold it to a corporation. They sold it to Fox. Yeah. And then, then, then. The, there then, was no story. Tom yeah. was kind of like everyone's friend without being everyone's friend, really. Like. Yeah. So yeah, Tom was like. <laughs> Tom. They tried to do Tom, Facebook. Yeah. They, because they made what, money though. What I think, I think MySpace was an interesting story because it's yeah, that's an example sure of like, of, of, uh, selling, of what happens when you sell a, a product that's for the people to a corporate corporation because then they started trying to push, these movie trailers, all these musicians, and then it, it became and it just lost the feel for it. And then Facebook, I feel uh, like also they, too they, they didn't really build a relationship with this. Yeah, they, they like they tried to, but what they didn't really try to. Yeah, I, I don't think they innovated, and then Facebook like came in and swept yeah, it off. Yeah, they then, really got to know us. Yeah, and then what, part of it, what I think made it successful was the exclusivity. Like for a long time, you you had to have a Harvard email. Then right. then after that, you had to have a college email. Right. And it didn't accept my college's email, so I was like, fuck Facebook. Where'd you go to school at? Art Institute. Oh, nice. Okay. So, and then. Um, yep. And then once it was allowed for everyone. Now everyone's using it global. I got people in Africa, Europe, Asia calling me. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So it, it's, and then they never sold it to a corporation. They, they treated themselves and just made it better. I mean, Zuckerberg, all to, to this time, is still the, is the guy uh, of Facebook. He's still the face. Uh, and then he continues to innovate and he understands, you know, trying to build connections with other people. Albeit, like people do say, people people are disconnected because because of social media. And then again, it comes back down to the person, of you know, uh, it, I think social media reveals people instead of you know of how they how they really are, and yeah. you know because like I said, social media is a tool, and it can be something to help you share your message, uh, or it can be something like an addictive drug. Or some because it does give us an, a, a dopamine shot yeah. in the brain whenever we get a new notification that new like or that new comment yeah. gives you another so dopamine that, yeah so that's why it's like it it's i'm kind of it addicted can be a to lives like, you know like we said in the beginning social media definitely is uh it's an incredibly effective tool or way to just grow your business we don't work from home anymore that's an old 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 concept already that's a 2010 concept 
Starbucks. It's 2018, 2019. We work from our phones. We work from our laptops anywhere in the world. We don't have to be tied down to our homes or an office. Yeah. I work from my car. Um, we're at Starbucks right now just filming this. We don't need a desktop computer. Come into a nearest internet connection near you, basically. <laughs> Let's expand on that. Like how, like how social media is a tool and opportunity and how people aren't leveraging that. Or maybe they are, but they just don't know how to. Because I feel like people, most people are willing to talk about other people. Like people are willing to talk about other people and promote other people more than they are themselves. Oh, you know, shit. it's like I rather promote myself. Like I talk about other people and I promote other people, but I still promote myself too. I don't forget about me. Mm. You know, on social media, as far as like who I am or what I want people to think I am and who they think I am, I try to control that online. Mm. And I don't think most small business owners think about that. They still kind of like treat it like nonchalantly, like it's not important. But then they don't get the sales, and then they're like freaking out or they're noticing sales drop in the brick and mortar and they're and there's because foot traffic is down and they're wondering and they're not when they could be running a for me a face a facebook ad deal on i don't know if you're a restaurant a, a facebook ad deal 20 percent off your first order or just getting people to just asking people finding out where people are and just ask them to like their page so then you can run ads to them organically and you know pay it you know, it's just about thinking ways to be creative. Like, a lot of my likes just from asking people. Yeah, like, I like my page. I think, yeah, it's... Even if I'm not trying to... Because you, you want to... It's like you want to build a database for your business. So it's like you can market to people where they want to be marketed at. Some people might respond to your ads on LinkedIn. Or some people prefer to respond to my stuff on Instagram. or 50% on Facebook. Yeah. Like... You know, but it's just like... Give yourself a chance. Like you have to be out there. You have yeah. to be on social media. Don't don't give up after like four months. Yeah. <laughs> One of my clients was ready to quit YouTube after four months of trying. I'm like, you just fucking started, dude. Don't expect to blow up. <laughs> like, just because like, the reason some of these other channels are blowing up is either is they either they either have a really hot looking girl in there, or they're doing something controversial as fuck. Yeah. And if you're trying to like do something that's a bit more in the educational realm it, it, it's the long game not everyone's gonna have instant growth you know I think that's like a that's a 1% uh, happening right there um, yeah people try to compare themselves to other people on social media and that's totally not the right thing to do because you can't measure like you can't measure your social value based on other people's social value it's all about like like you just can't do that in real life, so you shouldn't do it on social media. Yeah, that's a, that, yeah. like it, it the com, the comparison trap is a killer for a lot of people trap, because bro. they 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 then get into this thing of like like they're they've got this you know it's almost like some people comparing themselves. So yeah, like, this many followers this, versus like but you you didn't see the behind the scenes work like it, it's funny because when we see like LeBron. We all we, like we don't go into a comparison trap like or ba other basketball players don't like they don't say like he look, he does this they understand there was work put in there work put or, in like, and then same thing with yourself like like the, if you see someone like blowing up overnight that blowing up overnight probably took four five six ten years in the making and you don't know how long it's gonna last you don't know how they're building their foundation. 
that's what I focus on. Like, what's their foundation? Like, I want to, I, I want to build something that's going to last. I don't want to just hit and miss or hit and run. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are doing too on social, trying to buy followers, buy likes, buy buy followers likes. Or... and this is like, and then well, again, he has five thousand. How come you don't? I don't know if his five thousand are real or. Yeah. Fucking yeah, you can you know just what I'm buy. Like, you can just buy that. People it, just go off anything. It's going back. Like, people are too focused on the vanity metrics, the pandering to that, trying to get sh- their actions become focused on short-term gain, and yeah. then they forget that if you know if in, and then they focus so much on they say Instagram. If Instagram becomes a vine and it disappears, what the fuck's gonna happen then? That's right. why like you have to have excuse me a, a much more long-term strategy all around oh yeah so long-term foundation yeah because because if you're buying those those likes you're building it on you're, you're building a house you know on smoke and mirrors and then when once you're exposed and and all that shit shows up and then you're you it's all, it's all just going to come tumbling down oh yeah absolutely it's funny thinking about it question like what's the common thing that you're you're because we both work with clients what's the common thing that they complain about <laughs> Um, common thing to complain about? I don't know, man. I mean, I realize that most small small businesses are so, some of them are so screwed up in the head, they don't even know what to complain about. They just know that they don't want to waste money and they don't want to work with the wrong person. Mm. So they just play games to see, like, you know, like, you know, just, just how you're going to, how you're going to handle the business. And I don't play games with my clients. I'm like, listen, if you want to get eyeballs, here's what you're going to have to do. Either you're ready for this shit or you're not. It's nothing to really it's bullshit around. <laughs> yeah, like, if you're not ready to join groups, do Facebook Lives, be on cameras, get out your comfort zone, build your business, okay. Don't expect me to come save your ass. <laughs> like, I'm not that great. <laughs> you know, like, you still have to do basic you shit. Have to do the, yeah, you still got to Take photos, may have to schedule some photo shoots. You may have to do some video shoots. You may have to take pictures of your products. You might have to talk. It's kind of it's kind of one of the reasons why we have the production side of my company. We might have to look at some analytics. We might have. Oh no, <laughs> numbers. We may have to do these things. Yeah. So you know, it's either it's for you or it's not. Yeah. I think the common thing I always hear is like, how do, we, how do we grow with followers? It's like. Yeah. Ugh. No, how do I get leads, though? The most kind of, like, annoyingest question I guess I would get. Objections to mirrors. I get mostly annoying objections from clients. That's why I said that. It's like, I know when I'm getting, like, a good potential client because they object, like, their objections mean or meaningful. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't have time. Who's going to create the content, me or you? Oh, no, I'm going to, you know, that's a good objection. But most of them, like, oh, how do I get leads? Or I need to do this. I need to do that. Well, why aren't you doing it? You know? Yeah. I just need the leads. I just want the leads. I don't care about this. I just want the leads. Oh, well, it's a process to get the leads. You gotta be in- You have to care about this to get the lead. Like, you yeah. can't, you know, that's, that's. I don't know. Clients don't get it, man. <laughs> it's almost like someone who picks up a basketball for the first time and shoots it once and say, why do I suck? <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, I need the results now. I can't wait two months, three months. Okay, this is not for you. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I can get people to like you that fast. You know, this is we're in a social media age where people have to know, like, and trust you. You can't rush that. You yeah. just gotta, you gotta start doing the right things as soon as possible, and be as consistent as possible, and then boom. Yeah, you gotta be personable. Like, yeah. 
people have to feel like they can talk to you like a regular person. All right. Yep. So, uh, where can people find you, Trenton? Uh, Facebook, Trenton Samuel, Instagram, Trenton Samuel, and LinkedIn, Trenton Samuel. And um, yeah, man, I appreciate you having me on this podcast, and can't wait to see the recording. And um, yeah, man. Hell yeah, this dude. Awesome. This is an example of you know. Uh, an imperfect first step, but a first step nonetheless. We so, met on social media, by the way. Yeah, so we met on Facebook. Then, then you like, we, like you said, you more never more content coming from us. Yep. So um, you never know what's gonna happen. Just put yourself out there. And thanks for watching. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace.